Welcome back to the Get and Grit podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is part two of our Authentic Manhood series. C.S. Lewis stated, Chastity or honesty or mercy which yields to danger will be chaste or honest or merciful only on conditions. Prudence is that virtue which disposes our practical reason to discern in every circumstance our true good and to choose the right means for achieving it. Courage, then, is that which rises within us when we are spent and tested to the extreme in each and every virtue, driving us to choose correctly. Listen to the words of G.K. Chesterton, who pointed out that tolerance is the virtue of a man without convictions. We cannot for one single second stake the claim of our social identities as our ruse, be it moral or agnostic. For the one who claims just going to church makes him a Christian makes no more sense than he who stands in his garage makes him a car. If we quote St. James regarding our work, then our actions prove what lies within our hearts. Or we could say that actions speak louder than words. However, we want to put forth the statement, let us not stoop down to trivial hermeneutics and agree that a man acting on his convictions as opposed to just speaking without acting at all, tells you something quite endearing about the man. Prudence, you see, is the very thing that identifies in us our best self, our good, and then inspires us to make the choices where that which is in us can perform on the live stage. For the men who can only speak of rules, actions, and other such things, Chesterton states, it is not so much that men like these are too bold to endure rules, is it is rather that they are too timid to endure responsibilities. The virtue of prudence requires the accepting of responsibility. We live in a culture where everyone gets a ribbon, a trophy. We've become a society that applauds participation over true achievement, where winning is frowned upon until that day comes, when it's my child being held accountable, of course. Without the virtue of seeing our inherent good, still withstanding our natural sin, we lose not just once, falling short of seeing our best self, but twice, because we see no choice to actually use it. The loss of personal value does not come from being weary of pain. The loss of personal value comes from being weary of pleasure, asking, is this all there is? If we use the analogy of our life being a game, then we must expect the double reverse is coming when our opponent has the upper hand, handing us mockery on top of defeat. Prudence is the virtue that gives us the resilience in exactly these moments, teaching us to muster up a deeper conviction, a deeper wisdom, instilling in our natures the right choices so that we may rise to the next occasion instead of failing even greater in our next challenge. Pope Benedict said, Prudence does not mean failing to accept responsibilities and postponing decisions. It means being committed to making joint decisions after pondering responsibly the road to be taken. Knowing what's right doesn't mean much unless you do what's right, said our 26th president, Teddy Roosevelt, followed by his blistering calling out of men and women who choose a leisurely path to adulthood, saying, far better it is to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much because they live in a gray twilight that knows not victory nor defeat. One of the greatest qualities of the Western world has been our ability to rebound from disaster, 
Consider Pearl Harbor and how the men and women of our country rose to drive the industrial juggernaut that crushed the Axis powers and their totalitarianism. Our ability to compete, fight, fail, improve, improvise, rise again, has proved itself insurmountable and unbeatable. Consider John Paul II, who grew up in Nazi-occupied Poland, who found the good, lived by it, and returning to a communist Poland as the Pope, telling over a million people in this atheist country who came out to see him. The history of each person unfolds in Jesus Christ. You know how they responded? They shouted, we want God. And communism died. Yes, we are sinful. We are flawed, yet capable in spite of it all to become saints. God loves us in spite of our shortcoming, constantly calling us to join him. This gives us the strength of prudence to do what we can with what we have, wherever we are. Acquiring the virtue of prudence, remember, is first acquiring the sense that we have something deep within us that is good. Otherwise, God would not love us. But he does love us, so much so that he sent his son, whom we sacrificed on a cross, to pay the penalty for our sins. Secondly, prudence leads me to make the right choices in life so that the good I possess may show itself in actions and attitudes. For boys to become great men, for them to be good fathers, good husbands, productive in society and encouraging of others, defenders of the weak, brave, regardless of condition and proven, then this boy must not only overcome a thousand obstacles, but he must win in spite of a thousand defeats. Because no man is worth his salt if he is not willing to risk both life and limb in a worthy cause. And no boy learns to rise to these occasions by being mollycoddled. Prudence is the prerequisite of the brave. Because the skin knees of youth become the Kevlar of manhood. There are not many things better for the young apprentice than for the old carpenter to comment on the youth's good abilities. When a man admonishes the good in another, both are lifted up. The former because of the action in his choices. The latter because his lesson in the virtue of prudence has just begun. Teddy Roosevelt said it. No man can choose his potential, but every man is capable of fulfilling it. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. I hope you'll come see us next week at www.gritquest.com as we discuss the third part in our series on authentic manhood, honors, oil. Blessings to you all. Dominus Bobiscum. <laughs>